What's going on? It is June 11th. I think it's Friday. This is the Motown Rundown, your home for all things Detroit sports. Welcome in. Welcome back. I got to tell you guys right now, if either of you see my head start to dip on this screen, I need you to call the authorities to my house immediately. I am running on fumes right now. So why, why would we call the authorities? Like what? I'll call your mom to get you a blanket and a pillow. A healthcare professional. Dude, I just, you got, how's Is the mic body sound? in shambles? Like what's going on? Because we talked about this pre-show. Well, here's the deal. I woke up this morning. I went to the gym. Not a big deal. It's just part of the routine. I mean, you, you sent us a snap of you at the gym, like deadlifting, just a kid from Akron, like the, the recipe for success. And you're like, no, what? I'm going to hit it like a two twenty nice little three wood draw. If I'm just or like doing Romanian deadlifts for like eight hours. Well, so that's the thing. I got the lift and I, I didn't have to work today, which was great. So inevitably I make the tea time play out at Northville Hills. One of my favorite courses in the year. One of my favorite courses ever. Arnold Palmer signature course. How are you? Thanks for coming. It's super nice. I've never been there. We roll out there and keep in mind, it's 90 degrees out. Like, and it's like an even 90. Are you like a puddle out there or are you well, like prepared? I'm sitting are here right water out or you're like dying for the tart girl at the whole three. I had, Oh, I got a, I got a story about the cart girl too. I'll tell you about, but I know I had, I, I load up, I load up the cooler. I had four waters and I had to grab a fifth. I thought I was going to be good with four. I brought a packet of bio steel, no free ads, brought a packet of bio steel, thought I'd be fine. I'm sitting here right now in my underwear. I'm soaking wet. Like it looks like I just got out of a pool. But you have the, what's still the one thing when you golf, like, I mean, you, I'm assuming you didn't walk or anything. Cause that's not, are you kidding me? That's literally hell on earth. But when I, as a young whippersnapper, when I couldn't like, and I played a lot of golf when I was younger and I couldn't take the cart because I wasn't 16 and yeah. we would like walk 18 holes on days like today, the puppies are hot. And it, it kind of is oh, like that yeah. too, when you're in the cart too, where you take the shoes off and you're like, I, I just enjoy that more than the five hours of golf I just played. Well, that was the thing too, as we're sitting there and I played, I will, it was funny because the group in front of us get this Collins. Yeah. I told you guys this. I'm playing behind the five. Some, I got a guy on a nice course too. Yeah. I got a guy hanging on the back of a, of a cart. Like is the fifth guy rolling in, we roll up to a tee box on a par three. There's three groups stacked. And all of a sudden these guys come up behind us already on the phone, calling the clubhouse. It was just me and my buddy. We were playing behind a group of three nice ladies. Wasn't the, was, they weren't the problem at all. The part of the fivesome ended up being a guy that I know like really well because his kid plays for my dad's baseball team. Shout out to uh, John Crampton. No, no, by heat. Yeah, no, by heat selects heat. now merged with a green, but that's neither here nor there. But dude, a five hour round and it's 90 degrees outside. Like, and I was like, I told you, Collins, probably the worst round of golf I played in the last five years of my life. And I think it was as soon as I stepped up to the first tee. I was like, yeah, this workout, I'm going to be feeling every bit of it during this golf round. Were you no, tight? There was, well, it, I wasn't tight, but I, my body was like so out of sync because I had just used my muscles all morning long. So all the muscle memory that I've ever had playing golf had just disappeared. Like the club, like the slot that I had the club in my swing, it was all so wrong. And I tell my buddy, I'm like, dude, I think it's going to be a long day. Like I can't even feel out. I couldn't even feel out the golf swing 
if I'm if you catch my drift. So I needed just, some yeah. swing lube. You needed some swing lube, Rabs. What a hack! No, I, I literally was just about to say that, and I'm assuming you did. No, right? absolutely, dude. No, and that's to my story about the car crawl. I roll up to the 18th tee. We're playing from the tips, by the way, too. This is the first time I played from the tips at this course. But I roll up to what the. Are you 18th. pumping at 290 down the fairway? What are you doing? Well, not today, because I couldn't figure out how to get my fucking body to work. But what's your handicap? Why are you playing the tips? 12. Was the guy you're playing with really good? Yeah, he's a he's like a stick. He hits the ball. He carries like three fifteen. Okay, it's he's a he's he's a legend. But I'm, I roll up to the 18th tee, and the car girl's sitting there, and she's like, "Can I get you guys anything?" And I can't even get. I can't even get words out of my mouth because I'm so disheveled because of the heat. I'm, I'm mush. My brain is mush. I'm soaked. I look like shit. She was a Spartan though, by the way, I roll up there. She goes, can I get you anything? I go, I need the largest water that you are legally allowed to give me at this point in time right now. And she goes, what do we think about shots? And I look at my buddy. and I go, <laughs> I go what do we think about shots? I go, it's 105 degrees outside. I know. I, I told my buddy, I'm like, I, I think my body's like pretty, dude, I'm pretty well put together. Like I'm not, I, 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 I'm, I think okay, I'm a pretty healthy all, guy. That was unbelievable. This yeah, I'm pretty well put together. No, 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 no. I, Brad ever, but <laughs> hey, he's just, he's just, I, a kid I, from I, Akron. just a kid from Akron. Just a kid from I, Akron. Yeah. Well, Rabs, I'm so happy you brought up like the Tark girl, like asking you to do shots. Just Tark girls and like, there are a different breed of human beings. Like working at a golf course for three years, like yeah, they have thick skin too because like they got these creepy old guys like saying weird stuff to them, and they're like, "I'll, I'll kick their ass too." Like they have that like little ass. yeah, as much money as I can, and if we do shots, I'm gonna get a nice tip and whatever. It's like, and then they like, I would be working like I, I would work like an outdoor staff job, and some of the car girls get in. I'm like. You were blackout drunk. How are you getting home? Well, like, dude, like, so that's the thing. So first of all, the car girl is just like <laughs> such a bad like plan too. Because you're like, oh God. <laughs> back so pick me back up to my work. point. Back to my point before you made, me, you made me look like an absolute ass with my comment. I'm just saying the point I was trying to make was I'm a relatively healthy human being. Oh my God. You gotta I, go back to that. Well, I'm just, cause you just, you absolutely sewered me. I got to defend myself before you I, I want to talk about the car girls, but I tell my buddy, I'm like, dude, I think if there's one thing that could kill me instantaneously right now, it would be like a warm shot of Tito. like, I would be dead. Well, that's I, like the thing. What shot was she trying to give you? I don't know, but that's like to your comment, dude. I, and I asked my buddy too. I like, she's like, do you guys want to do shots? And I'm like, no, I'm good. But then I go, Hey, I'm like, do you think she's asking everyone that? And he's yeah, like, yes, sure. dude. He's like, like yes. And he, then he throws the line. He's like, you know, and then she probably would offer to like do a shot with you. And yep, I'm like, exactly. well, that's nice. And he goes, it's not nice because she's getting her shot on the house or you're paying for it. And I go, yeah. Holy shit, dude. You can't, you can't trust anyone anymore. I don't even trust well, well, myself. Well, that's I, I don't blame them though. That's a hustle. Like th that's her job. No, I respect it, but it's like, how am I supposed to read if there's any vibes? If I'm just sitting here handing out shots, like this poor guy, I walk up to the 18th tee and she's like, you want to do a shot? I Wait, go, so 18th tee. That's yeah. what the car girl was at. She wasn't moving around. Dude, they weren't, they didn't well, have okay, the car girl girl's movement. There was like, they had a car girl. She was sitting at like, God, was it five or six? Okay. And that's then, perfect. Yeah. Five. You gotta be five and 13. 
Yeah. Yeah. She wasn't really driving. She was just camped out and she's got all these bottles of liquor sitting on the floor of her cart baking in the sun. It's like, no, I don't want a shot there, but it's probably too, uh, the, the shots probably boiling the liquid that you've just tried to give me. So well, I respect the car girl. I mean, they make so much money, man. It's ridiculous. They, they, I mean, if you're a nice golf course and there's golf leagues there, they rake. They literally, yeah, oh, I rake. respect it. Like they'll be, they'll be making like $3 an hour in like salary and like just unlimited tips because guys are just like, okay. Cause the guy be on the third hole is like, I just made two doubles. I need six beers. Oh, I know, dude. Trust me. Trust me, I get it. And I, then I get home too. And I'm not like I'm not like dehydrated by any means because I, I think I drank a lot of water out there. I immediately come home, Gatorade, and I just like needed food. My head, my head hurts so bad. And I just because of the heat. And like the only thing that I grab out of the fridge too, like I grabbed like three day old kielbasa. I just cranked one of those and I just slid that down my throat. So that's what I'm running on here today. So that's why I say, if you guys see me start to slouch over and pass out, I'm dead and I need you to call 911. Gotcha. That's all I ask. I have a quick golf gotcha. story. What's real it called? Rabs. Wait, TV, go ahead. Well, just this is a real yes. quick golf story while we're on the topic of golf. So I don't really golf. I just started. I've golfed like four times. My dad today had a golf outing with his company, okay? And there, there was a raffle involved, and he won nice. the raffle, and he got me a new putter. However, when he brought it home, it is a women's putter. So that's <laughs> fantastic. So I am now I now have a women's putter. That's, that's all fine. Hey dude, if you can sink them, who cares? That's nice. Dude, I could tell like what's it called? Like cart barn stories for like seven hours. Oh, like, I know, dude. Me too. Podcast about that. I mean, yeah, you worked at a place too, Rabs. Yeah, I worked, dude. I worked grounds crew at Walmart. That Creek. is, I mean, that's the worst that's job a different level. Anyone so you wake up at two in the morning. To, yeah, like, but then I was a I did I was a cart boy at Links and Novi too. So I don't oh, trust me, dude. Yeah. No, that's what I'm saying. Like I like the it, you got like the people setting it up, driving around and stuff, and then there's always like there's always a set standard like, oh watch out for this for some. It's like <laughs> it, it's like John S and uh Trent, like whatever, watch out, like get keep the fireball away from them. Like yeah. there's always a one thing where it's like, he might've made like a very off color comment. to like the, the waitress, like <laughs> yeah. after the dinner, they're like, he- yeah. The 14 year old cart girl. Like, Not a good but anyways, should we, should we roll into the important stuff that people want to listen to? I guess Trent's Trent's got a grad party to go to. He's moving it along. Well, what's it called? Rabs. Oh. Were you more Vegas, your team? Oh my God, dude. Yeah. Let's talk. Let's talk about the playoffs a bit here. Cause it's going on. We don't get to talk about it very often. Cause it only happens once a year. These Vegas golden Knights. Let me tell you something. First of all, credit to me, pat on the back, me and my buddy T wills, who's a fan of the show, AWL. I probably shouldn't steal that from part of my take, but he's a no, fan of the show. Definitely shouldn't. Me and my buddy, T-Wills, we, uh, we split uh, the buy-in to this bracket league that we got, or this whatever, this NHL bracket pool. We've already won the thing, dude. We have That's clinched. Huge. We were so good in these playoffs. We've already won the damn thing, and there's two series. There's, I'm sorry, two semifinal series, and then the Stanley Cup to play. So taking Vegas after game one, obviously they get absolutely shelled with Robin Leonard and that. I don't think that it was his fault 
Vegas was just coming off one day rest after a seven game series to uh, Colorado coming off of playing four games. Thanks for coming. So Vegas come game. I would even say, was it game three? I think after Vegas was no, it might've been game two, but I think the tides kind of turned towards Vegas and like halfway through the second game, they should have won that game. They didn't, they ended up losing that one. It might've been an overtime, but Vegas is just such a complete team and Colorado too. Don't get me wrong. Outstanding team. They'll be right back in it. You heard Nathan McKinnon after the game. He can't, he's beside himself. Guy's been in the league nine years. Hasn't been able to really do much in the playoffs. So I get it. He's been in the league for nine years. Yeah. I I think, I think so. I think in his, in his post game, he was like, I've been for nine years. We haven't done shit. So, but Vegas is just unreal. I mean, how do you, how must you feel right now if you're a Pittsburgh Penguins fan watching Mark Andre Fleury at age what was he 34 35 just absolutely dominating the league as it gets better every single year? Well, These what's it called? Nights. Go ahead. It's so tough. Like when you look back at sports and like moves like that, we're like, oh, we got this younger guy who they had in Matt Murray who led them to that. I think that second cup. Yeah. I think so. Is Collins frozen? Trent, Trent on the phone. Um, I don't know. You're frozen for me, Collins. So if I'm talking over to you, bad radio. But yeah, they they oh, have Matt Murray. Go? Yeah, go ahead. Jump back in. So what's it called? They had Murray. I don't. I was trying to figure out what cup it was because I don't know if Crosby has two or three, but I think he, he just has three. We has three. He has three. Crosby. Yeah, I think I should know this. I watch hockey more than anyone in the yeah. world. Okay, so what's it called? Murray has that, and he kind of takes over for Flurry, but they, like, trade him immediately, and it's, like, immediately a disaster. I can't think of another, like, sliding door sports thing in a really long time where it's, like, I mean, you can think of, like, James Harden going to the Rockets, but, like, just an absolutely, like, it's not a mismanagement because at the time it was, like, the right move. I think everybody in their, like, mother was, like, okay, this is good for both parties. And then immediately it's, like, this is horrible for Pittsburgh. This is a black guy because Murray can't save a beach ball now. Yeah. I mean, like you said at the time, I mean, you're kind of, it's like, you know, is it really a bad situation that you have this young guy, Matt Murray, who, who was a stud and you have Mark Andre Fleury who still is a stud. So yeah, obviously they lose Fleury in the expansion draft and he's been unbelievable in Vegas, but now Matt Murray, who's in Ottawa now, has not been very good this year or wasn't very good this year. And then Tristan Jari, I'm not going to, you can never pin a playoff series on one guy. Oh my God, was he bad for the Penguins in that series against the Islanders? So, yeah, thanks for coming, Mark Andre Fleury. That team is so good, man. They can beat you anywhere. They play with they play with great pace. They're fast. They they're skilled. They play with jam. I absolutely love watching them. The Islanders are like the same way too. Like Islanders are usually not that fun to watch though. They've well, they're boring as shit. Playoffs. They lull you to sleep, but I just like I, the way they play, man. They're so hard on pucks. Like, I, I love defensive hockey. Oh my, well, I just like their, you know, it's defensive responsibility. Everyone's bought in. They're not allowed to have facial hair during the season. Like Lou Lamorello. You like that? You are such a good fucking man, dude. <laughs> you are so. Oh, yeah. As the guy who's got the biggest fucking beard in the world on right now. Thank you for thank you for noticing. But yeah, I don't know. Hey, Vegas advances. I've won my bracket pool. I think they are going to beat the Canadians in three games. And then you go over to the other in side. Three and three Tampa, games, I don't think that's a thing. 
Well, I do. I, the point being is Montreal is about to get absolutely slapped, sausage slapped across the face when they have to roll into Vegas. Here's my free bet. Again, I can't. I don't think I can legally give gambling advice. One eight hundred gambler. If you have a problem, my lock of the century. Whenever this, I think the first game that Vegas plays Montreal is like Monday. Put everything you own responsibly. Everything you own on the Vegas Golden Knights to win in regulation. That that game could end fifteen to nothing. The first wow. time Montreal, the first time Montreal is playing in front of real fans all year, and they got to walk into that building and try to play a team that essentially in their minds are probably thinking like, well, we're going to the cup finals because we just probably beat the second best team, maybe third best team if you want to throw Tampa in the mix, which you probably should. We just probably played the hardest series that we're going to play all playoff long until we have to probably see Tampa in the cup. So good for What's Vegas. Roll hey, nights. What is Montreal doing, Rabs? Huh? Are they playing in Montreal still? Or are they going to like? Yeah. Well, so what the rules that change with the NHL are now they're allowing the teams to travel freely. So what it used to be like, and I think a big reason why, um, you know, the the Canadian the, the North Division obviously was set up how it was is because if you wanted to travel in and out, for example, Eric is uh, Eric Stahl. Eric Stahl gets traded over to Montreal halfway through the year. The guy had to quarantine for like seven to 14 days before he could even meet his teammates. Cause that's how they roll in Canada. So now they've lifted the travel ban for these teams. So when Vegas goes to Montreal, there's no quarantine, no nothing, but I think they still have like 500 fans max or something ridiculous. Yeah. Over it's there. like seven fifty. It's brutal, but yeah, Vegas looks great. Montreal. Carey Price is an absolute stud, and he's kind of yeah, – That's he, what I'm saying. You're saying they're going to lose 15-1. to 1. They got probably the best goalie of this generation. Yeah, so that's obviously an overreaction. I still think they'll win easily in, in, in regulation, but that's the thing, man. Like, you get a hot goalie like Carey Price, I don't think he's he can steal you a series because Vegas is just that good. They're going to put pucks past him. But, I mean, he's going to – he could – you know what? You're right, Collins. He could steal you a couple games, but he's been fantastic. Like, his numbers the last seven games, like 7-0, and oh, like – sub two goals against average 940 save percentage something stupid like that so vegas is rolling the other side the islanders they've been such a pleasure to watch that barn they play in at the coliseum is so loud it's it sounds like it's a european soccer game that's how loud they are and again they got matt barzell who's turned it on as of late he's a blast to watch they're so good lines one through four. And I think that's kind of where it came down in the Boston series was like, you get to their bottom six forwards and like that line of Sezikis, Clutterbuck and Matt Martin, who just like talk about just a tough, tough matchup. Like it's so hard playing against those guys with how physical they play, how important they are to that team. Everyone buys in over there. The Islanders defensive core has been so good, even with 55 year old Andy green over there. So I will say Tampa who probably is a totality has looked like the best team in the playoffs right now, even though I love Vegas and Colorado is a wagon. I think that Tampa probably right now is the team that you're looking at like who's beating these guys like that's what i think it, i mean honest to god and i think it's going to be vegas and tampa i have vegas to win i have vegas and tampa in my bracket i think vegas gets it done though and i'd like to see them do it because they're an expansion team and it's a cool story but what a blast man i i i love the nhl playoffs it's just been great hockey some tremendous matchups i think you've yeah. missed your calling of being like a video guy for one of these NHL teams. 
Like what? Doing what? Commentary? Where you just cut tape and you're just watching oh like God. every little film. I love uh, watching like, tape. It's dude. like uh, that, that's a bad like uh, – Is he frozen, Trent? Is this yeah. just me? <clears throat> I think he's having internet issues, yeah. But <sighs> anywho, Can I agree with I agree with Collins, man. actually. I agree with Collins. I think Rabs could totally be the next Eric Spolstra. You start as a video guy, you cut some film, and then yeah, you're just cutting tape. Next thing you know, you're head coach with three championship rings. How are I love you? Watching the tape. The tape doesn't lie. I love watching tape, but yeah, whatever. NHL playoffs have been great. I think that there's a chance. I keep looking at the schedule. How unreal would it be a 4th of July weekend we have Stanley Cup playoffs on? I, I think wouldn't that watch one second of it. You wouldn't watch one second of it? If you think about it, like, what's it called? In times like that, I'll either be too lubed up to even, like, like I usually watch Wimbledon during 4th of July. Oh, my God. And you're not going to watch the Stanley Cup playoffs, you clown. It's not to be my most locked-in viewing. I just, like, I – Sometimes when people are like, oh, when it's on these holidays, it's like, oh, that's re- that that could be really cool. For like 4th of July, like at night, I'm usually want to be at like a bonfire. I'm just saying. Yeah, I know, I but it's not the game start at midnight. It's not the game start at midnight, dude. I'm just, all I'm asking you is when the when the puck drops at 730. You'll be watching. You know me. I'm just saying. Be out there. But yeah, I won't keep rambling on about the NHL playoffs. We'll talk about it again next week until it's over. But um We'll throw it to you guys for the NBA stuff. Here's here's what I've what I've uh, this is my only point about the NBA. Number one, go Suns go. Since I picked them as a bandwagon team, I think they're like unbelievable. Nikola Jokic wins the which wins the MVP. I think the funniest storyline going around right now is how like I think he's the lowest drafted player ever to win the MVP. And while he was while his name popped up on the screen in the draft, there was a Taco Bell Quesarito commercial on. That's awesome. And that just goes to show he was a, he was a fat kid, fat kids. We all know this. I mean, Trent, you've never been fat a day in your life, so you can't relate, but Collins and I know this is two former really fat guys. I don't mean to say throw the I really, say in there. really fat. I was, I would, he I weighed 80 pounds it. in kindergarten. I was really fat, but I turned it into some good stuff. I was an unbelievable offensive lineman for the no by Bobcats, two times Super Bowl champs. Thank you very much. There you go. But Nikola Jokic should show every fat kid out there that just because you have a little bit of man boobs going on and all your friends are at the pool taking their shirt off like Trent and they got these chiseled washboard abs because all they eat are fucking grapes and Capri Sun all day long. You too one day can be the NBA MVP. I think they said that I'm part of my take too. I don't mean to just steal it from them, but I, I think that's a great testament to fat kids everywhere. Um, I, I keep reminding myself that the Lakers are out. I keep forgetting that the Lakers are done. Um, Space Jam's Wait, coming out. What else on the NBA? I hate the Brooklyn Nets. He so had texted us last night. I was in bed when he texted me this about Reggie Jackson. I don't want you to go in your like full like point about the franchises, but TV. I still have Reggie Jackson stock. Like I oh, still I, like him. Like what? I do too, Collins. Like I don't hate him. I remember when we I were. I don't like, hate him either. I hate have his people. Bobble I hate head. him. Have his bobblehead. You didn't watch Head those Pistons teams if you hated Reggie Jackson. Right. I, if he, he, going into his last final year with the Pistons, I remember sitting in Case Calf with my buddy Spencer, and we're talking about how Reggie Jackson's probably not going to be back anytime soon. Like, he's probably leaving the team. And I remember saying, yes. I'm like, I'm, I'm kind of going to miss Reggie when he leaves. And he and I disagreed. He was like, I'll help him pack his bags. And I was like, dude, like, he was like, <laughs> And, and look, I'm just not rooting for the Clippers, and it stinks because they've never won anything. They're kind of like the Lions of the NBA. 
and like they're the little brother in LA and I get it, but I just don't like that team, man. I won't go on a tangent about it, but Kawhi annoys me. It's like, dude, just yeah, dude. I, just I be agree, a leader. Just, I agree. I agree, Trent. Just, just just talk and be a leader. Stop doing this stupid, like stoic terminator shit. You got two titles, and That's one of them was is. with the Spurs <laughs> dynasty, and the other one was because Katie and Clay both got hurt. So get out of my face, Kawhi Leonard. How about you don't go down 2-0? What are you talking about? In every playoff series you've ever played. <laughs> Whatever. What are you saying? He had one of the single-handedly best postseason runs a single player's ever gone with Toronto. He yeah, and LeBron down. wasn't in that postseason, and KD was hurt. So I, well, I just why was LeBron on his postseason? The team didn't make it. What what is that, dude? And I was, the fact that he listen. shut down LeBron when he was in Miami. Nah, that's not true. Oh, that's, that's not true at all. It. Collins, I don't want to do the history. Like Collins, no, he doesn't no, no, like him no, 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 I'm not Good doing point. the history lesson, but I will tell you this. Point, Kawhi got Collins. the finals. Kawhi got the finals MVP in 2014 for quote unquote, holding LeBron James to 28, six and 10 on 55% shooting. Go look it up. So like, that that's good? great. Good for the Spurs. Greg Popovich should have got finals MVP that year, but, but. We don't have to spend a whole lot of time on the NBA. All I will say is this. Something that's pretty cool about this postseason thus far is that the most recent team left that has won a title was the 76ers in 83. So for us Lions fans, we're used to losing, and, and you know, all these fan bases are pretty pumped up. It's pretty fun to watch. That Jazz crowd is electric. That Bucks crowd is electric. The Nuggets crowd, the Suns crowd, all these crowds, because they're back, you know, packed full capacity, are rolling. And it's great. And Rabs, I agree with you that the NHL playoffs are better than the NBA playoffs. But like the NBA you, crowds, Trent. the NBA crowds right now are electric. Oh, me. No, no, I'm not saying it's they're better. Goal. I'm just, I'm just saying the NBA okay. crowds right yeah. now are as are, are as good as they've ever been. So I will I say that. that I am rooting. I am pulling 1,000 percent for the Bucks. With that being said, I think the Nets beat them in five. I am oh, also rooting I for hate the Nets. No, I do too. I'm rooting for the Suns. Devin Booker God, hometown. Shout out Granville. That's about all I got. What's that series? Are they up? Who, the Suns? Yeah, are they up? Yeah, they're up 2-0. Oh, who are they playing? The Nuggets? They're playing the Nuggets. They're playing your MVP. They're playing your yeah, fat sick kid team. MVP. Sick team. Good luck playing in the desert. You can't beat us. You can't touch us at our own home court. What's it right. called? What's it called? TB. I was going to ask like, which one you're like, rooting for because like you kind of got that little thing. Yeah. I- and you said the Bucs, I'm rooting for the Bucs too. I want the Bucs to win so bad. I don't know how you don't like Giannis. Yeah, I, I love Giannis. Stinks. Stinks. Rabs, what? Rabs, Stinks. elaborate on this. It, it just just real quick. Why don't you like, as someone who doesn't watch the NBA, like how do you? How do okay, you I watch the NBA every yeah, but now how and can then. You come I in with that take. On that. Giannis stinks. Elaborate. Because they don't win. They don't win ever with him. You can't be the number one guy. They don't win. He's not a superstar. He's a really, really tall guy. He's a really, really tall guy that's nice. He's likable. I like Giannis. I I like him, but he's a superstar. I take Giannis over Kawhi. By the standard you're saying, LeBron never really won then for his first six to seven years. You can't Okay, that's fair. You know what? That's fair, but I, I I just don't think he's the guy. You got to get another guy. Help him out. Yeah, LeBron also never played with a guy as good as Chris Middleton, which isn't saying a whole lot, but that just speaks to the incompetence of Cleveland. Chris Middleton, nice move, Joe Dumars. Yeah, nice move, Joe Dumars. By the way, little foreshadowing. I have an Allen Iverson-related question in our trifecta. But that's, <laughs> that's about all I have 
for the NBA. I will say this, though. I'll close with this because you guys are kind of stroking Jokic. I get it. He's not the MVP. He's just not. Like, he might have deserved it. You're Dude. an idiot, Trent. What are you talking about? <laughs> Derek Rose. Joel Embiid is the guy that voted for Derek Rose. Dude, okay. Trent had the one vote. He played, like, 55 games. Jokic played every game this year. Collins, Collins, let me get – Collins, let me, let me explain because I think you'll agree with me. Like, I think – I won't. No, no, you'll agree with me on this sentiment that – the NBA voters, whoever the hell, whoever the fuck decides this stuff, needs to stop going on like narrative. Like, oh, I'm Russell, fine with that. I get Kevin, what you're saying. Kevin Durant left Russell Westbrook, so let's give it to Westbrook. Oh, LeBron has already won four, so let's give one to James Harden. Oh, like it's just ridiculous to me. Like, oh, yeah, you're Kevin right, Durant, Trent. you are right. Oh, LeBron right. went to I Miami. LeBron left my aunt, left Cleveland for Miami, and he had a way better season than anyone else. But since he left, we got to give it to Derrick Rose. Are you okay, kidding yeah, me? Nikolai Jokic is now going to get swept by the Phoenix Suns and Embiid is dropping 40 a game Dude, in the playoffs. I don't, I don't understand what you're saying. Because Embiid is the number one seed in the East, which is arguably a, a more competitive, not deeper, more competitive conference. Jokic's side mate towards ACL. Sweet. Look at the lineups they're playing with. Right now, Embiid's side mate is shooting 30% from the free throw line in the playoffs. Oh, yeah, Ben Simmons sucks. Too. What are you talking Look at Jokic's numbers this year. And I'm not just saying this as a guy who had Natoli Jokic on their fantasy basketball season. Yeah, no. Shout out Purple Shark for life. Purple Shark for life. But like, I don't understand. Jokic was the best. No, I, I, I think I know what Collins is going to say here. Yo, I, in the world. I, no, I would just argue that those are his numbers like every year. Like not exactly that, but he's close to a triple double every year. So it's like why yeah, but like if you he everything he does is like in a positive to winning. And like people don't argue he's a bet like not the best defender. And you're right, TB. Like when Embiid was like on, he probably was the best player in the NBA, but he played 50 like Okay. I would just argue, Collins, that if you if you give – and I hear the whole games thing. I get it because James Harden won an MVP playing, I think, 72 games in 2018. LeBron played all 82. So there's a point to be made there. I get it. What I'm saying well, – like, Even if Jokic loses, did you see him against Dane in that Portland series? Dude, I would just prefer like- – I, I would prefer if my MVP was like a go-to guy in the last minute as opposed to like – I think Jokic is. He, no, he's not. Collins, they don't go to him for like a bucket at a random time. That was Murray. Yeah, to your do. point, that was Murray. They don't. Watch the games. Yeah. Like, he puts up good Murray. stat lines because he plays what for four quarters. About? I don't know. I don't know. Okay. I, I don't think I can keep talking about this because we're going to talk in circles. My MVP is yeah, Joel Embiid. My MVP is Joel Embiid because I just think he's overall better, more dominant. I think the NBA voters need to stop doing this narrative bullshit and just give it to the best player every year. That's well, my I thought. I don't think there was a narrative for Jokic this year. You know what? Like, Cal- you Cal- can argue. You- yes, there was. The it was the, narr- was the narrative was that Murray got hurt. That was it. That's why people were like, oh. games in the regular season. No. He was going to MVP regardless if Murray got hurt. No, because if LeBron didn't get hurt, he yes. was the front runner. LeBron was the front runner before he got hurt. He was. Yes, but he got hurt like 25 games into the season. Okay. All right. Let's 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 just let's just move I'm on. Just Let's talk a little Detroit. Let's talk a little Detroit. Let's Motown. move on. Yeah. All right. I see Cal- – Trent, does Collins keep freezing on your screen? Yes, he does. Great radio. Oh, my God, Collins. I feel bad. I think he's got – look at him. He's like mid, he's like mid-sentence right now. He's fired up. I, yeah, we're going to have to move on until he figures it out over there. We're going to buy yeah. him a new router. 
He's getting ready to take my ass in that fro- that freeze frame. What yeah. up, Collins? We missed you. I hear the thing about it. Sometimes when you go like transformer, you can't hear everyone. I can hear you guys the whole time. I just it's can't say clear. it. Trent, we got similar color shirts on. We do. Teal. Let's go. Yeah, nice. All right. Detroit sports, all we got for you today. I think last week is when we talked about the wings, right? And the draft lottery, maybe the week before that. Um, Pistons will have the draft lottery talk coming up. That's two weeks away, according to Trent. Lions, we talked about last week with Dan Campbell stuff and people making fun of him because he wore a race car helmet to a press conference. Um, oh, then do you want to do something with the Lions, Trent? Or is that part of the trifecta? Your thing with Brock, that Brock just bailed on us to go golfing? No, listen, Brock was going to come on and talk about Spencer Torkelson because he went to the Whitecaps game last Oh, and, and Brock got a little head nod from Tork. It was a fun little story. I wanted him to tell it on the air. but Well, well he can tell. We we'll, won't we'll spoil well, it. Yeah, well, maybe next week. I don't know. But all I wanted to do with the Lions was I saw World of Isaac had a great tweet today, and he, his scorching hot take on the 2021 Detroit Lions was that TJ Hogginson will lead the league in touchdowns. So I thought it would be great if we all, as slappy Lions fans – went around and gave a nice little hot take. We can do that. And that'll and be our Lions talk. And then Okay, uh Jeff Okuda is a no, is a good. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> okay. No, I like he's like you're like okay, this guy's pretty good. I think yeah. he has a bounce back here. Okay, I love it. Nice. Collins, you want to give me like Collins, I want to give you like over under like four and a half interceptions, over under. I don't know because that's not like who he was at Ohio State when he was productive. Right. Like he wasn't a turnover guy. He's just usually like a guy they won't throw on his side of the field. I just think he'll be really good this year. Okay. I think, I think it's kind of hard to. And I think this defense will suck. That's like the funny part of there about it. Like I think their linebackers are like not great. So uh, I think they'll have a productive year. I don't know. I don't know how to put that into terms because it, when he's good, he's not a guy who's in, like he's not a ball hawking corner. Like at Ohio State, he was just like a shutdown guy. So I, th- I think you could see like the st- like the start of that coming in for him this year. All right, Brabs, what is your scorching hot take? God, I don't even I don't even have any takes on this team, let alone scorching hot takes. Um, why don't we go with DeAndre Swift being top five in rushing yards? This year, love it, love know. it. I love all it. purpose. Do running, do running backs win all purpose yardage awards? Well, I mean, yeah. I mean, mostly they. Yeah, I don't know actually. In in this day and age, yeah, I'll go with that. Top five rushing for DeAndre Swift because they'll actually give him the ball this year. Actually, who knows? Because they just signed Todd Gurley, and I'm sure Adrian Peterson will work his way back into the rotation somehow if he's still playing football. Where is Adrian Peterson? I don't know. Also, Todd Gurley's not signed yet. What? Todd Gurley's not signed yet. I don't think so. Really? Yeah. No, I don't. I don't know if it's going to happen now. Actually, good, good prep work. Good prep work on my end. So Todd Gurley is not signed. Okay. Well, whatever then. Whatever. And you know what? He doesn't want to come here. See ya. Is that it? He doesn't yeah. want to come here. Dan no Campbell. You. Dan Campbell had a great quote about it. Quote: It has to work on our terms. That Todd Gurley wants to come here. End quote. But whatever. Yeah, they probably should pay him the vet minimum because he got one leg. Yeah. All right, my scorching hot take is that the Lions will have a Pro Bowler on both sides of the line. I think. I oh think. No, no, no. It's yeah. just. It's. It's not that hot of it. It's not. Yeah. All right. I mean, I just think you know Romeo Quara had a great year last year. He could make your Pro Bowl. I, if Trey Flowers somehow kindles something that he did two years ago, he could be a Pro Bowler. But then 
the obvious one is like the offensive line, you know, like Frank Ragnow or maybe, maybe Sewell as a rookie, dude, who knows? He could walk in and just be fantastic. So I guess that's my quote unquote hot take. Also not saying Michael Brockers would ever be a pro bowler, but I think he, that's a very underrated pickup. I think he's, <laughs> I think he's going to be good. I think he's going to be good this year. Collins, he's you don't, not a bad player, but he's old. I don't know. That's funny. To no, me. I just think he. I think it's underrated. I think he's going to be old. Mr. Shout out Mr. Krabs. I ain't old. Yeah, thanks for that. Okay. Just completely I, killed the vibe. Trent was disgusted with that comment. I, I just don't watch SpongeBob, so I don't get it. Oh, uh, yeah. You, yeah, that's you, a, that's you know your... what? It shows. It shows that you don't it, watch SpongeBob. I, you guys have ripped me for this before. You, you ripped really? me a new one like two years ago. Yeah, you scumbag. you scumbag. You scumbag. You don't like yeah. SpongeBob. It's good. It's good. Every year we my, should. My parents, should, my like, parents didn't years. let me watch SpongeBob growing up. Oh, really? Well, you and I are sitting in the same room right now, buddy. So clearly it didn't really help you out. I also, hate it. Also, it didn't hurt my me. Parents didn't watch SpongeBob. Well, why? It was going to make me stupid. Yeah. What are you doing now? You and I are sitting here having the same conversation. Are you really like laying into me for this? Or are you. Yeah. Are- are, are well, you just talking right. about like society and did general? your parents, did your parents not let you watch SpongeBob or you just didn't watch it? I just didn't watch it. Okay. I'm saying more of a society thing of like the people out there that are like, Oh yeah, I wasn't allowed to watch SpongeBob as a kid. I get not being allowed to watch family Fuck guy or South people. park. I wasn't allowed to watch either of those growing up, but SpongeBob. Yeah, fuck that. Spongebob gets funnier with age, too. I crack up sometimes, too, when I'm still watching SpongeBob. I only watch season one through four, though. Crusty crab pizza. Okay, well, let's do uh, Tigers, and then we'll do the trifecta, and then Trent's going to go get sauced at this kid. Whose grad party is this? It's my roommate, Spencer's brother, Nolan. He's coming to Michigan State. Your roommate, Spencer's. If I've met Spencer, I've not met Spencer. I don't think you have, but shout out to Spencer. No, I'm here in I'm here in Grand Rapids. I'm here in Granville. So What's the problem? You went to high school with Spencer. I did. Knew it. What's it called? Uh Rabs, me and Trent were talking about this earlier. These are like the best grad parties to go to. Like grad party season, like for you in high school is like fun and stuff, but like being the older guy there, getting like free coronas and like free whatever is like peak. It's fantastic. Well- I think back when you're in high school, like once I would say the best thing, like when in high school, when you're a junior and all your senior friends are graduating, like, that's fun. But when you're a senior no. man, it's a, it's a battle because like there was, I remember on my grad party day, there were like two other grad parties going on. It's like, God, I hope I get some poll. Like, you know what I mean? You're like, I, I hope these people yeah. come to mind and you can't make theirs. Like every single weekend you're going and you're eating you're eating your body weight in like queso and like hot dogs and whatever else they got. And you got so much masta choli and chicken. It'll make you sick. And then you have a piece of cake at everyone. You, so you go home, you're eight pieces of cake deep and you're crippled in bed. It's 8 PM. I would say now Collins to your point, I dude, there was like a one or two year period when I was just, I was, I got freezed out of grad parties. Like I didn't know anyone that was graduating high school. We didn't have any family friends that were graduating, but now like, especially now that 
you know, my brother is a junior in high school. So his buddies and a lot of his buddies, I, I, you know, I coached this last year in hockey and whatnot. So I'll be out there. I'll be out there getting after it, eating food, shaking hands. I think the best part of the grad parties though, is when, like when you're tight with someone back in high school and you would just like stay late with like the parents and whatnot, that was a good time. So now I'm looking forward to hanging out with the parents. I'm not a big drinking in front of kids guy. So I'll probably just be on the waters and maybe throwing a diet Dr. Pepper in there if I need it. But, um, but yeah, grad party. Season What's it called? What uh, Rabs, I'm just saying, like, I was telling Trent this earlier. I, my uncles, like, I swear to God, my uncles and aunts are like, there'll be a kid in the family who said, I don't want to have a grad party. And they're like, no, you're having one. Oh, yeah. All well, through the parents have a blast at these. Grad yeah, parties. I know. They like it. It's so like, stressful. The bar presence and grad oh, party God, season is, yeah. <laughs> it's fucking hilarious. But t- that, that to you. No. no, yeah. So Trent, Trent's got a grad party. So we'll get, we'll get moving. Um, Tiger stuff. What do we got? I don't really like. What's it called? You said something this week that you don't. You think Hinch is trash. I just want you to yeah. elaborate on that. This is well, all I want to talk about. In the heat of the moment, I forget why I said. I, I because Haas didn't play after he had two home. Oh runs. yes. So here, this is this is my thing with Hinch, and I have flip flopped on this very podcast more times than I can count. I initially did not like the hire, and then I was. Like, okay, I feel like with the brings the table. Then I was off of them again when they absolutely sucked for that stretch. Then I was like, okay, so I, I, I'm back here to this point. And again, this is the thing that we do with sports. Like what I say today will be different from what I say in six months and I could get ripped for it. And I don't care. That's just what we do. And it, it, I, I wish him nothing but the best. I trash is the wrong word. He's not trash. I'm sure he's a good man. I, and this is not just me being like, get off my lawn guy, but this analytics with his lineups, like I got to watch Nico Goodrum play every day at short. We don't have a shortstop, by the way, there is not. Hey, a well, listen, Rabs, 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 yeah. let me say this. I agree with you on the Nico Goodrum thing, but before we go any further, everyone's doing the analytics thing. So like, I, yeah, I yeah really, but we really do analytics. Like, yes, but I, like I'm, I'm, okay. Eric hits two home runs. He doesn't play the next day. I do not play him. I, w- I have a question about that in the trifecta as well, and we'll get to that. But my, I, I hear you. I'm just simply saying, like, every team that's won the World Series the last five years has shifted analytics. Like, basically Whatever. from that Cubs World Series on, it's all analytics now. I just think some of the some of the lineups I just scratched my head at, especially when guys are starting to get hot and you're trying to get guys in the flow, the defensive alignment thing sometimes is like – Again, do I need to watch Nico Goodrum like be it like every he makes an error every time he plays shortstop? Like literally every time he no, makes an error, it's disgusting. Every single time the balls hit his way, you gasp. You're like, <gasps> <laughs> yeah, yeah. You start to clench up a bit. I think Colin, you made a good point. I think as far as in big situations with the pitchers, he's actually been fine. I just like when like I watch Joe Jimenez come out of the bullpen, I just like throw my arms up. Like what he had some unbelievable stat about like walks like based on his innings, like he's like walked more guys than innings pitched or something like something ridiculous. It's just, I, I, and, and maybe that's more of an Alavila thing of him being like, we need to get these guys some run, like let them go. There's just a couple guys that I'm just, you know, scratch again, as the season goes on, you just scratch your head at why do these guys play? Why do they get playing time? Why are these guys here? What's the plan with them? Do you really think, but Hey, I'll, I'll, I'll say this to, to end. I don't really have a lot on the tigers, but I mean, Eric Haas has been an awesome surprise. Jake Rogers has been f- 
totally defensively. I think he's improved his game tenfold. He's been a blast to watch behind the plate. He's at, he, he can move. He's engaged in the game. He's intense. I like it a lot. I like the mustache too. Um, and his bat has been a lot better than I expected. Not that, not that it's a, that he swings a tremendous bat. He never really has, but he's been better. But at this point now it's like, wow, we got Haas and, and Jake Rogers and like Dingler's been or Dinkler, whatever Dingler Dinkler has been pretty solid from what it sounds like in, in, in playing single a ball. So I guess, you know, that's a bridge that you'll have to cross at some point, as far as what you're doing with the catchers, I think Grace and Griner's kind of watching the door close in his face as far as his career here as a tiger. So um, that's been positive. I mean, other than that, again, it's just like, you got to find consistency in the bats and, and the shuffling of the defensive alignment every day makes me nauseous. I can't stand it. Um, well- Rabs, I the one thing I got with you is like I I can I can see that because that was like he hits two home runs he needs to be in the lineup the next day. Yeah, I, I don't know if they're. I think he got in that game though. Believe it or not, I, I at some point I think he got in that game, but he didn't start. Yeah, he did. He ended up coming in for was it Derek Hill, or no that that was Badu wasn't that Badu who came in for Derek? Yeah, Badu did. But hospitalized play by Derek Hill. I don't know Hospins ran or something, but yeah, I I agree with you guys. I. My bottom line on the lineup shit is Nico Goodrum just ha- and we've talked about this. So if you if you want to hear our takes on this, go back like two three weeks. Uh, I just hate I hate watching the guy play, and there's no reason to expound on it. But it's just like he insane. he's bad, and especially now that Paredes is up, it's like I I just I'd rather try a younger bad defensive infielder than an old like washed up rejected. Well, what's it called? Like Nico Goodrum. I agree. I agree with that. But what's it called? Did any of you guys watch that Seattle game? What was that? Was that Wednesday or Thursday? Yep, it was Wednesday. And Paredes hit out walk-off homer, and it got robbed. I I don't want to overreact, but I said this in my buddy's group chat. I honestly think that could have changed the course of his career. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I honestly believe that. His career-defining moment, he got it. No, I'm like, if he hits that, you're like, no, what, dude, he's confident. Like, he's he's seen a bigger ball. Know what I mean? Like, I know I sound like like a – a fucking idiot, but like I, I like <laughs> I, don't I honestly do. kind of believe it. I don't think you do sound like a fucking idiot. I think you're right. I, know. That was, that was... I knew you'd like that, Trent. I yeah. knew you would like that. Change change the course of his career, man. I was like, walk off home run. This guy, this guy's sick. Now it's like this guy might have a tough luck. Yeah, yeah. no, that yeah, absolutely. East Sock Paredes. I guess my bottom line is like, yeah, bottom line. These Nico Goodrum needs to stop playing. Stop. Stop playing, Nico. Well, Hopefully, no, you get Fulmer back healthy soon, and this team could maybe go on a run. I think they're like nine and a half out of the wild card I, I now. I need you guys to stop with the playoff thing, please. But well, I they're gonna play five hundred baseball the rest of the year. That's yeah, a, okay. That's you you want me to stop being a fan, too, Rabs? Oh, oh my god! All right, Uncle Steve. With the, with the, Uncle Steve, don't watch, don't watch the games. Why do you watch if you're gonna criticize them? I, dude, I get it. They're not a playoff team. They don't, they don't have it. I'm sorry. They're better than average. I mean, I guess they have been as of late. I can just again, five hundred team. They got there was some stat too that I saw about like best, best ERA in the league on uh, on losing teams, and it's like I think uh, like Urania, my Scooble, and like. Turnbull or Boyd are up there. I, I don't something. I don't know. I don't know what the uh, what the stat was. Like best ERA on losing teams or best ERA while having a losing pitching record. But yeah, I mean, I think it's a, a bit, been a lot of positives as far as the younger guys 
pitching wise, Casey Mize being being Exhibit A. Daz Cameron comes up, you know, so you let him cook a little bit. Derek Hill, who I read some article too about how like oh. You know, the Derek Hill was poised to be the center fielder of the future, and he's showing signs of that now. Like, give me a break on that. He's had a he's had a handful of some really nice um, defensive efforts. I think. I mean, defending is probably his best attribute, but um, and I think he's a bit banged up too now. But yeah, I don't know. I mean, the Tigers are what they are. Comerica Park's back to full capacity as of June eighth, so maybe we should I get out to a game. So and bad. Check that out. I'd love to. I'd love to get out to a game, but. Yeah, I don't know. I just, I again, my whole thing with AJ Hinge Collins is I, I don't think that there's any reason into in, in to, to even back myself up. There's no reason for me to sit here and be like, ah, oh, he sucks. He's horrible. That's on me. I take that back. I send that back. Uh, but, but to, for, for this, you know, I don't know. I guess I just don't, I don't really buy the whole hype. And I look back to the law, did it with the Astros. That Astros roster when they won the world series was 30 times better than what we have, let alone what's in the lineup right now. What, what we have in the system. But, but is Hinch 30 times, test. is Hinch 30 times worse than that Astros team was? No, now my mind's in a pretzel, but I, mean, I, mean, I don't, I know I, I didn't, I didn't touch that. Yeah. I didn't no, that. he's saying Trent, Trent's saying like, what, what, so what Hinch had nothing to do with it. No, what no, I'm, that's saying, not what I'm saying is you, if you're managing good players, you're going to be fine. It's very simple. I don't think he's a bad manager. No, I, and I, I would say as far as in-game stuff, I think it's, I like how they, they run a bit. Like I, I, I like that aspect because when you're watching like garden hire, it's like, God, dude, can we yeah. bunt? Can we steal a base? Like, well, what? Rabs, like what? Rabs, so that's good. Thing, that's good. The other thing I got on my mind real quick, that's my last tiger's thought is just like, I know you're a blast guy and you know, hockey way more, obviously way more than I do. So I would never check you on that. But what I'm saying, I guess is like, you always talk about how you can't judge coaches during rebuilds and you can argue whether or not the tigers are on their way out of the rebuild or not we all thought they were my thing is like how can you judge aj hinch after 40 games with this roster like yeah, that you're that's right, my Trent. point i i don't you're know right. that's that's my point you're right you're right you're right i i will i will save my my aj hinch comments because we are 40 games into his tenure here and it is unfair for me now you're right you're all right i i walk back again just not some things scratch my head. And I know a lot of it's the numbers thing and that's where the league's going. I get it. I totally get it. But it's like, you know, at a certain point, man, like let's use some common sense here. I don't, I don't care what the numbers tell you about Eric Haas against this pitcher and what this guy does against right-handed batters that, that have the hair length that's this long. And if it's 30 degrees warmer than whatever, I just, <laughs> that pissed me off. Um, I'm done on tiger stuff. I don't know if you guys are. I am. Yep. Trifecta time. They're playing the Sox right now. But oh, I hate the White Sox. Adam Engel, home run. <laughs> hate to see it. Dude, um, yeah. Grandal, by the way, the last series they played, I swear to God, every time he hit the ball, it was going out. Dude, by the way, Yasmani Grandal, I believe, like, I don't, I don't want to say leads the league, but I think he's up there as far as on base percentage goes. He's horrible, and against us, like, yeah, he uh, Collins, yeah. Every time he hit the ball, I was like, that's four fifty. Yes, but God, dude, he's batting like one twenty seven. He stinks. He stinks. I hate the White Sox. Better than what we have. But the Sox are up one nothing right now, as of seven thirty one p.m. on Friday, June eleventh. Trifecta. Ryan Collins' favorite team to beat, Chicago White Sox. Okay, trifecta time, then we can get out of here. Uh, let's start with this. 
in light of I, I know Rabs isn't really a tennis guy. Collins likes tennis here and there. Djokovic and Nadal had a fantastic semifinal match today at the French Open. I want to ask you guys of the big three, that being Djokovic, Federer, and Nadal, who's your favorite? And Collins, I'll go to you first. You guys know this, right? Nadal. Rafa. Wait, yeah, Trent, I mean, did you say I am a big tennis guy or I'm not a big tennis guy? No, I know you're not, but I know Collins is. I respect the game. Yeah, but you, you it, today was one of the best matches I've ever watched. Yeah, and I, I, I don't want to overreact because it just happened. It ended like an hour and a half ago, but I think it was the best match I've ever seen. Like it was incredible. I mean, like the that one game took like an hour and forty five minutes. Yeah, it was an, I mean that one set. It was yeah. incredible. But I, I'm the biggest. You, I tweeted like three times today. Vamos, Rafa, and I never tweet. So that that just tells you. Yeah, Collins. Collins loves Rafa, and I'll also say this: like you guys know, I, I love to share coaches' box. It's literally my life dream to be in a tennis star's coaching box and being like the guy who doesn't actually teach them, but is just in the entourage celebrating, yelling "vamos." It is my dream in life. Yeah. I'm I'm a Rafa guy too, Collins. I love that he's a lefty. I love that he's got share tweeting the whole match about him and everything. It's great. They they mentioned that on the broadcast too. They were like. Maybe Cher should tweet a little more. I loved it. But, Rabs, do you follow any of these top three guys? Because I guess Collins and I are both the doll guys. I personally don't mind Federer, but I don't like Joker. So, who do you like? I right? hate – I wanted to fight Djokovic today. Yeah, I don't like him. Not a fan. He's an anti-vax. Uh, that's neither here nor there. Politics aside, whatever. Rabs. No, no vax, Djokovic. Um, yeah. <laughs> well, I will say back to the original point, I don't – I mean – I'm not a big tennis guy and like, I don't watch, I don't watch tennis really. I enjoy playing tennis sometimes for like the workout. And it's kind of like hitting a baseball of sorts. I'm not very good at it. Um, as far as who I like, um, God, one of my best friends loves Nadal. So I think I just like Nadal residually from that. I don't have a problem with any of them. I think Federer is a legend, like really nice guy. I, I, I would have to say that I think that he's not as good as Djokovic or Nadal at this point. Maybe that's like uh, not a hot. Well, he's not. He's just old. He's hurt. All but time. He's, think, all time. Know, he's the best, but he's a little older than those guys. Nadal. Are. Nadal's like a happy medium in my eyes because Federer is just this like really nice guy. Like, you know, he's a legend, like class act. Then Djokovic kind of has this like edge to him where he's like kind of, I don't know. Like he like he thinks he's the shit, and like he knows he's really good. And then Nadal Dude, is like, I did the crowd. Well, oh. Nadal's like a good guy, but he also like has that edge too. I don't know. I'd say I'm probably an Nadal guy. I mean, either way, like I think they're all. I respect all three of them for being that good. But all right, I Nadal's guess that's my answer. Board. Vamos, yeah. Nadal, vamos, Rafa, vamos, Rafa, Rafa, Rafa. Three for Print three. We are officially a Rafael Nadal podcast. Question. Yeah. Question two on Trent Strifecta. <clears throat> this one took a little bit of creativity for me to think up, so I'd appreciate, even if you don't like the question, please don't shit on it. Here's the thing. <laughs> All right. So, Allen Iverson played for the Pistons for one season, and Adrian Peterson uh, – What? What? I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Allen <laughs> Iverson played for one season with the Pistons, and Adrian Peterson one season with the Lions. What's a bigger hard move, having an Allen Iverson jersey or an Adrian Peterson jersey? Oh. For, the, for the Pistons or the Lions? Like, if you see this guy at Rama at Michigan State, like, who do you hate more? Well, I don't, I hate the guy in the Allen Iverson jersey because that was, like, the end of the Pistons. But, like, yeah. it's a bigger hard move to have an Adrian Peterson jersey because, like, 
when the, the Pistons first got Iverson, like he was sort of washed, but there was like he was st- still kind of good in Denver. So you're like, okay, like I can see it. And he was still AI then. It wasn't like washed, washed AI. He still had like cachet. You're like, oh, cool. The Pistons have Allen Iverson. So like I could see you like the first like month and a half, you're like, sick. I'm going to get an AI jersey. You were just a, a, a beyond psychopath if you ever got an Adrian Peterson Detroit Lions jersey. First well, I off. Think- I think sneaky. A lot of people did sneaky. We didn't see it. No because way, there were, dude. No, there, yeah, because like, listen, there were no games this year. But if there were games in Ford Field, you would definitely would have seen some AP jerseys. Yeah, maybe like Detroit Don, like in a guy who has like <laughs> mentors, like a sociopath. But okay. like, no, even Detroit Don would. Because if you're a legit Lions fan, you would hate that jersey because you're like, um, why did we not play DeAndre Swift and carry on? I don't think any real Lions fan would ever have an Adrian Peterson jersey. People forget, too, that, like, AP was signed, like, five days before the season started. But, Rabs, what do you – And then he was like, no, you're getting 20 carries. Let's go. Yeah. Daryl Bevel was just – So like, fucking it, stupid. Daryl Bevel wanted AP to have his children. But, Rabs, what do you think? I think the AI jersey is more of like a loser move because I, and the reason why I say that is because first of all, I respect AI. I respect the man's game. He's dope, but there's a certain element to the He's AI. Like a 55 year old man trying to send us <laughs> talking. AI, the AI jersey to an extent is like such an unoriginal jersey to wear. You know, like everyone has the AI jersey. Everyone has the Vince Carter Raptors jersey. So I think to an extent, like having the Allen Iverson, but it's like it was such an innocent thing, Allen Iverson. It was like I was like, okay, cool. Like AI is coming over. This will be sweet. Like, I didn't have any expectations. When yeah, AI but it would it would have yeah, been so much yeah, better. You had huge expectations. It would have been but, so yeah, much better over. if, dude, yeah, Chauncey Billups fucking cornerstone traded like, Chauncey. Yeah, they traded Chauncey, and they wanted to keep the wheels right. turning, and it was an absolute catastrophe. Also, to quote the great AI, I don't know no MVP that come off the bench. I don't know no scoring champ that come off the bench. That's neither here nor there. Whatever. I, no, I personally. The, I, I would hate the guy wearing the AP jersey more, but that's just me. That's no, just AP, me. The AI jersey, it un, you understand why you have it. There's no reason to have the a, AP Lions jersey. Okay. Okay. So, yes, to, to finish my point, anyone that bought an Adrian Peterson Lions jersey, like that's, that's ridiculous. Because, again, Adrian Peterson did nothing for us besides just like ruin carry on Johnson's tenure in Detroit and take carries away from DeAndre Swift. And- so, like, yeah, cool, dude. Let me cool. add this to Adrian Peterson jersey, you loser. Yeah, well, what do you what was this your first year being a fan? Because Adrian Peterson was good in like the, the Madden 2012 video game, and you used to play it as a kid. So now what you just bought his jersey. Screw you, man. Yeah. Fly a kite. Look, that's my look, that's my message to you guys with Adrian Peterson Lion jerseys. Go fly a kite. Yeah. My closing thought on AP is he was also the only player on the Lions who defended Matt Patricia after he got fired. But whatever. Get out. Get the yeah, hell out. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. You sure? Yeah. Sounds good, AP. Thanks for coming by. Yeah. Okay. Final question. Let me wrap us up. And this is what I referred to earlier. And this is kind of a loaded question. We don't have to get into it. This could be a good topic next week. Eric Haas or Jake Rogers? Like, what are you thinking? What are you thinking? Who's the catcher of the future? Neither. Uh, I don't think – I think Daniel is. I think the guy in Whitecaps, what he's doing. Okay, okay. But, like, let's say, like, the next two, three years. Like, who's your catcher? I think – I don't – if Haas is going to hit eight home run, like, if Haas is on a – Yeah, but Rogers is on a heater, too. Like, Rogers had – Rogers is – 
defensively, I think is more sustainable. I think he'll be up for the next three to four years, just to the fact that he's a really good defensive catcher. Hey, should That's, we add, sh- should we add Wilson Ramos to the question? <laughs> Wilson Ramos can, I he's a had a nice out MLB career. He got kidnapped. People forget that. And then did not know that every time you say it, I still like, don't really understand what happened, but I believe you. He did, dude. He got kidnapped in Venezuela when he went home. Yeah, there's a lot of strange stuff going on over there. <laughs> yeah, not, it's not safe. Dude, none of those guys, like Miguel Cabrera always talks about, it, I can't go home, all right? Yeah, Obviously. yeah, I got to send checks. That's why he sells the bit bits to keep his family alive. Yeah. No, I, yeah. Well, my thing with the catchers, I don't, neither of them are the catcher of the future, like just based on their age. No, I, don't I, I do think Rogers will be there, though. You know what I'm saying, Rabs? Like, he could be a nice, like, backup catcher or like Myers' personal catcher because he's been really good catching Myers. Yeah, I'm, I'm fine with that. I think that, I think that Jake Rogers, is, as far as the completeness of his game, but that's the thing with the catcher, your first priority is the catching position. And I think that Rogers is a better catcher than Eric Haas, but you see that Eric Haas probably has a higher ceiling at the plate. So either way, I think both both of guys are going to cool off at some point. It's just inevitable. I think that Eric Haas at the plate is probably sustainable for longer, but yeah, I mean, it sounds like that they want the, everyone speaks very highly on Dingler and he's, he's been, he's been good. Yeah, But Rabs, like the, everyone's getting a boner about Dingler and it's like, how many times has a prospect not panned out? That's the only time hey, I'm but, asking this question. Yeah, but you said producing. The Tigers as of late haven't had any prospects work out. Like we talked way, at length last week about how before, all the young guys who are good are not Tigers guys. So that's the point of this question is wow, like, I see what you're saying. It's like, which catcher would you rather have going forward, Haas or Rodgers? I would say, so my final answer is Rodgers, because I think that Rodgers was brought over here to be that guy. And Eric Haas was just kind of like a signing that you brought over. I think they signed him, right? Didn't they sign him or they trade for him? Uh, I don't know. He was uh, in the Indians organization. Yeah, but that's the thing. I don't think that they brought him over and expected him to jump in and be like an everyday catcher. And he's just been hitting really well, so you kind of have to. Um but I wanted to say this before I wrap up my answer to this question with, with Dingler. By the way, what's his first name? Devin? Derek? Daniel? I want to say Drew. Drew? Devin? I think Derek? Whatever. It's Dylan. Whatever. Dylan Dingler as in Dylan Larkin, Dingler? Rap. Okay, yeah. so when he comes up and he starts being an everyday catcher, I'm going to lead the fan club. <laughs> and we're going to call ourselves the Dingleberries. And I want everyone to know, I want everyone to note this right now when he gets called up and someone's going to tweet it and I have a shirt made. I was the first person to declare the official name of the Devin Dylan, Dylan Dingler fan club. We call ourselves the Dingleberries. Our stool already beat you to it. They're going to definitely do something. Thank you very much. I need to, I need to get that in writing and patent it. That's how I get rich. I'm going to patent that on my own and send it to the Library of Congress. They're going to get back to me. I will have the patent. Then when the Tigers think they're sneaky by printing the shirts, joke's on you. I had this shirt done four years ago. Yeah, Rabs is having a heat stroke. Last thing we're on the Tigers. The plate. We're, behind, we're behind the plate. Too. We is, behind the plate, the Dingleberries. We all hang out in the, in, behind the plate. It's like the it's like the Cameron Crazies or the Izzo. Yeah, but we're, or the ding, we're the Dingleberries. <laughs> okay, sounds good. And we sit behind Last the thing. Plate. Last thing on the Tigers, bottom line. Behind the plate. Apparently, Dingler and Torque both raked last night with the white caps. That's my that's my inside info from Brock, who went to the game and they were they won 10-0. So there, there we go. 
fully torqued. Fully torqued. <laughs> What's it all? Torque is like absolutely right this month, but they beat the lug nuts eight to nothing. Yeah, I'm a lug nuts guy first. I'll say I'm a lug nuts guy first. Shut up, Rabs. No, it's the A's. That's the athletics. How do you? Yeah, like it doesn't that? matter. I'm a lug the nuts team guy. that's I'm relocating. I'm a lug nuts guy. Love that I just said I love going to lug nuts games. I've been to one lug nut game. Yeah, me too. I've been to like two. I got a ball once. I asked the guy for a ball. <laughs> it was kind of. I'm like, this guy's actually probably 18. Why am I asking him for a ball? Got a yeah, ball. You're older than him. Great vibes there. Great vibes. Oh yeah, minor league baseball. Something we got to get out to it. That's what we got to do, Trent. We'll go to a white. We'll go to a Whitecaps game. We'll make that happen. Trent's got this grandiose plan for a night out in Grand Rapids. We'll make that happen, Trent. I got to get someone playing at Monroe Twenty Live too. You got to hook me up with some with a good concert out there too. Listen, I saw I saw Nas at Twenty One Row Live two summers ago. It was great. I saw Drake White and Kit Moore. It was unbelievable. Some guy tried to fight my buddy because he thought that he was hitting on his wife. He was not. <laughs> That's great. That's country in a nutshell. That's all I got. Thanks for coming. Trifecta's over. Damn right. Colin, do you have anything else before Trent goes to the grad party and crushes three pulled pork sandwiches right off the hop? No, he's just shaking his head. Okay, sounds good, Collins. That's all for today's episode of the Motown Rundown. For Trent Bailey and Ryan Collins, I am Ryan Rabinowitz. Submit any questions, comments, or suggest topics for the show at Motown underscore rundown on Twitter or on Facebook at the Motown rundown page. Do not miss a single episode of the show. We're on Apple podcasts. We are on Spotify, subscribe, like download, share, do what you got to do. New episodes every single week. We'll see you next time.